Welcome to the Millionaire's Club podcast, where the only requirement for membership is a desire to have a millionaire mindset. And now your host, John Bellavie. All right, welcome everyone to the Millionaires Club podcast. I have some exciting special guests with us today, and I want to talk briefly and just set the tone on what you're going to hear about today. And it's really, it's all about the on-demand laundry service industry. It's amazing how many people today still don't know that it's a thing, that it exists. And there was a time in rideshare, food delivery, and Instacart. People didn't know about that service. And now it's pretty much part of life and mainstream. And we certainly, what I see is that this industry is going in that same direction. So these two gentlemen I'm going to introduce to you really have a pulse on what's going on in the industry. And they're leading the way. Uh, the, they're leading the way with the company and the methodology and what they've put together here. Very exciting to see a company go through the growth and uh, a tremendous future ahead. But first, I want to introduce to you the CEO of Aloha Laundry Life, Mr. Daniel Ellis. Daniel, welcome. John, thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Glad glad you guys came on because this is an exciting industry. If you would, before I introduce Chris, uh, and for those that don't know, um, can you explain what on-demand laundry is in the simplest terms? Yeah, in the simplest terms, uh, on-demand laundry is basically the same thing as on-demand anything else, on-demand pizza, on-demand food, groceries, etc. cetera. Uh, what we thought about is, hey, right now you can get food on demand, you can get um, maid service on demand, you can get a lot of things on demand. Uh, what is the other thing that takes up three or four hours of your week? It's laundry. So we try to create a business that allowed for that and that's completely available on your phone where if you want to have your laundry done by somebody else, not yourself, it can be done in a professional way. Perfect. All right. That's beautiful. I, and that sets the tone for this next gentleman who was literally in the business, already had an idea of on-demand laundry and how he's going to work it. And then there was a synergies and everything lined up and these two gentlemen collided and uh, they're working together on Aloha Laundry Life. But let me introduce you, Mr. Chris Dugan Jr. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Hey, happy to be here. Good. If you would, uh, just give a little background about yourself and before we kind of do a deep dive, but talk about your previous experience with um, Laundry Scoop, if you would. Yeah, so actually, uh, previously, before I began working here with Aloha, I was working on a uh, company called Laundry Scoop. Uh, so just to keep it really simple, um, you know, not everyone's familiar with drop shipping. So I guess I'll probably word it like this. Essentially, we worked with UPS and laundromats throughout the entire United States. So that no matter where you were located, no matter how rural you were, whether you're in a city or country, if you wanted your laundry done by someone else, basically you'd place an order, we'd send you a box, you put your laundry in the box, UPS would pick it up, they take it to the laundromat, laundromat washes it, dries it, folds it, and then UPS would actually bring that box right back to the customer. Perfect. And I know that you and Daniel, I mean, the story goes, you you two connected and you saw that their 
there was a good fit for what you were doing, what Aloha was doing. And if you would kind of give me the details, uh, Daniel, if you, how that came together, how you and Chris uh, formed an acquisition to, you know, get on the same team and, and move forward. Yeah. It was one of those things that you receive somebody's name from multiple places, actually. So I actually saw Laundry Scoop, Laundry Scoop and Chris on, I think initially on Instagram, I was kind of just going through different uh, accounts and then just searching for laundry companies, our, our competitors, et cetera. And then I saw one of his uh, ads or just his, his Instagram maybe. But then next, I actually heard about him through uh, one of our um uh, operations business partners, uh, Colleen, she's our education coordinator. She somehow heard about him. And then lastly, I, I actually ran into him on LinkedIn. Somehow we kind of crossed paths. So it's kind of multiple directions. We actually intersected. And then once I heard his business model, I really kind of saw, hey, this is the next layer that our company needs. Aloha has a very functional business model from an on-demand standpoint of how to make laundry happen within 24 hours or as soon as possible. But Chris kind of had that longer term laundry needs that, you know, everybody doesn't fit one business model. Hey, I want my laundry tomorrow. Some people are okay with having laundry in a couple of days. Yeah, makes sense. And Chris, what, what, what made Aloha attractive to what you were doing and where you saw the, you know, the fit and the potential of working together? Yeah, I'm actually really glad that you asked that. Um, actually, when when Daniel had reached out to me, I remember it was via Instagram, and then we we had connected on Instagram. We hopped on the phone. So basically, he had explained his business model to me. Uh, but let me let me rewind here. the The biggest issue that I faced with Laundry Scoop was that it was a three day delivery turnaround. So not everyone was on board. Some people want their laundry within 24 hours. Some people aren't willing to wait, and that's fine. So what I was in the process of doing was trying to figure out a way that we could still use my service or potentially an additional service to provide either same day or 24 hour turnaround time for laundry. So I was struggling to find that solution. And then when me and Daniel had connected, I found out that basically he already has this fantastic model that's offering same day service. And it just clicked for me. You know, If we could layer the, the three day delivery box service on top of the same day service that he has, not only would we have national coverage and potentially international coverage, but we would also have a same-day solution for those customers who want same-day delivery. And then we would have a cheaper alternative for customers who don't mind waiting that three-day turnaround time. Yeah, it makes the company very versatile. And Daniel, was, I mean, what was the driving forces behind the decision for you two to, to work together? You know, I, I think one was a mixture of business model, but then also just personalities. Um, I think the first time Chris and I talked, uh, we I scheduled a meeting for 30 minutes just like to say, hey, let's introduce ourselves. Let's figure out what your business model is, what my business model is. And then we end up talking for over like two and a half hours, just back and forth. It was just kind of idea after idea. Instead of from a, hey, let me interview you slash figure out what you're doing. So I was like, you're not my direct competition. And I ended up being like, hey, this is the idea that I have. How are you solving this problem? And we kind of went back and forth for two and a half hours or so. And then literally, I think that two or three days later, um, I was literally just jumping off a plane when I called him actually. So I literally had to like jump off a plane, try to figure out my rental car situation. And he's, you know, talking to me. I'm trying to give him as much information as possible. 
So then the next day, I think we met up in the morning, end up having another couple hour conversation. And this kind of went on for like almost a week where we were literally talking on the phone for a couple hours at a time. And it was just idea sharing about like, hey, this is how laundry is done today. This is how Aloha does laundry. This is how Laundry School does laundry. But this is how it should be done in five, 10 years from now. So when those personalities kind of clicked and then from a business model standpoint, it was, hey, we already solved the the on-demand 24-hour solution, we believe that we have the right solution for that right now. But there is alternatives out there that we haven't solved for. And there is cheaper options for those who want a cheaper solution, just has a couple more days to it. And Chris kind of had that already built in. So we kind of said, hey, this is the perfect fit. Let's make this a proper um, company and actually join forces and you know share resources, not like compete against each other. That's awesome. And just to- Go ahead, Chris. I- I just want to add to what he's talking about. So I think, I think honestly, for me, a huge part of it was our, maybe I'm going to butcher this word, but philanthropical values. So when I had Laundry Scoop up and running, we had, I had started basically a, a lottery system for what I call the laundry aid program. So I would basically select one person uh, within the community that I was around And then I would provide free laundry services to one person once a week. They would have to be retired or disabled. And I thought that this was a really nice way to take the service that I had and take it to the next level. You know, one week's worth of laundry isn't going to bankrupt the company. It's good for marketing. And I'd really like to give back to the community. But just to take it a step farther than that, I was working on what I call empowering the American workforce. So I think that, so this is going to be a little bit out there, but, you know, the future America that I see is one where entrepreneurship thrives, you know, where people make livable wages, where they can afford housing. And that all starts with empowering our, our workforce. You know, the, the typical nine to five that was born in, you know, the 1900s, it was a long time ago, times have changed. It's really important to me to educate the workforce, give them the opportunities and tell them, this is how you get from point A to point B, and I'll help you along the way. And I think that we were kind of on the same wavelength as far as all, I mean, I could go on and on here about all the ideas we shared, but I think we were kind of on the same wavelength with every philanthropical idea and initiative that we talked about. I, I love that tie-in philanthropic. I think a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, and, and I, that, I believe the entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well more than ever before. There, there are so many people looking for a vehicle to get away from, you know, the J-O-B, which you know, could stand for just over broke and they're looking for an opportunity to really make something happen. So I, and and to tie it into helping somebody else, helping somebody, you know, that's uh, less fortunate is a big deal. And I think that is a, a great priority and, and great intentions. Let, let me ask you, because this sounds like it was meant to be, you know, when you look at it, history is going to write itself, right? You're going to look back and say, geez, everything came together at the right time. And when it's right, it's right. And that's how companies are really formed and partnerships are formed. But uh, Chris, you became CTO, Chief Technical Officer of the company. And if you would, what's what does that look like to you? What's the new responsibilities? How do you plan on helping the company grow? What does that look like? All right. So I just kind of, I just, before I get too deep into that, I want to talk about the background from Laundry Scoop. So Laundry Scoop was a one-man operation. So I was the CEO of the company, but I handled all of the customer service complaints that were escalated. 
basically any dropping off boxes, getting them uh, to UPS, buying them, packaging up the materials. So all that kind of stuff was all done by me. Um, I worked with affiliate marketers. I had artificial intelligence that ran the majority of my customer service department. So I leveraged a lot of technology to help me. But to be clear, I didn't have you know W2 employees. I didn't have assistants. I didn't even have a CTO. So transitioning here into Aloha, my entire focus is on sustainability and automation. How do we automate this and make it easy and accessible? How can a virtual laundromat owner get started and start receiving orders tomorrow? How can a customer download our app and place their first order within 30 seconds? How can we streamline all of this to make it as seamless as possible that way it doesn't require, like even ideally, my four-year-old could place an order. My four-year-old could sign up to become a virtual laundromat owner. I want to make it that easy and accessible. That way there are no bounds, limitations. And I, I think that's really the direction I'm trying to go. I guess I guess my ideal aloha isn't necessarily a business, but for lack of a better term, I'd say a digital asset. Something that grows and runs itself independently without a corporate environment. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's, you know, what CEO stands for, right? When you were CEO, chief everything officer. Yeah. (laughs) But no, divide and conquer. You know, that's what the successful companies do is, you know, you as a CTO stay in your lane. You could, you could certainly take that on and maximize what you're doing. That's, that's pretty powerful. And, And as CEO, Daniel, I mean, any exciting projects that are currently in the mix, anything uh, you might want to share with our listeners that are in the pipeline and looking to happen at some point? Yeah, and I think just to kind of echo um, Chris's point of what we're trying to build here is, you know, the, the projects that we have coming up down the pipeline are kind of stemmed from the, the main core of how Aloha should operate, right? We are a decentralized platform that has basically a hub or a platform that allows anybody to provide laundry service if they choose. We give them all the tools that they need. You have Laundry University, you have a storefront, you have a driver's app, you have everything you possibly need. If you were to go buy a laundromat today and then you said, hey, I'm going to actually start doing wash, dry, fold and pick up and delivery service, you would need all the tools that we we basically give you, but we're automating all those things so that you don't need a, a brick and mortar to actually have a laundry service, right? So anybody who basically has the entrepreneurial spirit or is looking to get into business can start doing laundry as a service right off our platform. Mm. But the reality is we actually give you all the, the resources and tools so you can run and be completely autonomous and actually run your operation. Um, so on that front, uh, a couple of major things that are coming down the pipeline is um, our virtual laundromat platform is definitely doing a facelift per se. We're actually building it from scratch where Chris is actually having a small team. We're gonna build the whole uh, app, the customer facing app, the driver's app, as well as the market developer app on the virtual laundromat platform. We're building it from scratch. We should have the customer facing app done by the end of the year, hopefully uh, early next year, worst case. The other thing we're having the pipeline is um, we recognize that there's a lot of laundromats out there who are looking for wash, dry, fold or pickup and delivery, but they they need kind of that in-between ground where they say, hey, I have some level of wash, dry, fold, but I don't want to do the pickup and delivery we can step in and do the pickup and delivery for them. So we're deploying some tools that allow that now. And the reason mostly that has happened is a lot of laundromat owners came to us and say, hey, 
I have a really good wash rifle operation. I do a really good job, but I just don't want to get into the, the pickup delivery business. That's just another realm that I'm not willing to step into for liability, insurance, and uh, manpower, et cetera. We can fit that shoe right off the bat. Basically, any laundromat owner that says, I have wash rifle, I have orders, Aloha, take on the, the pickup and delivery. We can do that. Uh, we know that there's some competition. Some people are sending at the DoorDash and other platforms. The reality is that's just not sustainable. You can't pay, you know, seven, eight dollars per pickup and delivery or fourteen dollars in some cities and really make decent income. Um, it hurts the customer and it hurts uh, the laundromat. So we think we're a better solution uh, for laundromats in that front. And then the third thing, which is really coming down the pipeline, is we're figuring out ways for our market developers or virtual laundromat owners to be more sustainable. So we're giving them all the marketing, all the tools that they need to grow their business and not be so dependent on us, right? We need to get basically offload that, that capability to the market developers so that when they start making 60, 80 grand a year, they actually are a more functioning business. They're not gig workers. They're actually fully functional micro entrepreneurs. And just to, uh, just to add to what he's saying, um, <clears throat> imagine you're a laundromat owner in the middle of Montana. Okay you're not going to have DoorDash coverage. You're not going to have Uber coverage. You know, these third-party delivery platforms, they have limitations. And that's what's great about Laundry Scoop combining with Aloha is we can take that same box methodology that I built, that drop shipping service model, if you will. Um, and we could apply that to those laundromats that fall outside of the realm of, of, uh, of third-party delivery platforms. So even if you don't particularly have a delivery solution in your area, even if we don't have drivers in your area, we could potentially still help you find a solution to outsource your needs. Mm. Makes sense. I know you two have probably given it some serious thought, you know, coming together, like minds look in the same direction. What, what do you see long-term plans? Where do you see the growth of the company in the coming years? Have you kind of formulated and put a roadmap of what that might look like? Um. You know, I, I think the first step to that was forming a solid team. So, you know, as most people who are listening to this podcast are aware, we have Colleen Nemo, who's our education coordinator. I think without a proper education platform and me uh, mechanism, we wouldn't be where we are. And I don't think we'll achieve the goals that we have in the future. But ultimately, I think if we look out into the future, we really see a virtual laundromat platform that allows micro entrepreneurs who are basically a variety of skill sets to come in and say, hey, I can provide laundry service for my city, for my town, my neighborhood, et cetera, and make a livable wage at it. Um, that's kind of the, our ultimate success, in, in my opinion, where we can have somebody who's making, you know, 250000 or so in revenue per year per their neighborhood or per their virtual laundromat, and their take home is 100000 or, you know, $80,000 a year, depending. Um, and I think that's very sustainable and that's very um, lucrative for that, that business owner. But the reality is they're serving their, their community. They're using existing assets, which is a, the laundromat that's in place, uh, which we think that's a great partnership. You know, those laundromats are, in our opinion, a perfect facility. They have great owners. They have great entrepreneurs already in there. That's why, you know, Jeff leads our uh, laundromat onboarding program where he talks to laundromat and says, hey, where are you? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to be your own pickup delivery service? Are you trying to go buy 10 vans? And the answer is most times, no, we don't want to go buy 10 vans. So we can go ahead and fill those things. Um, 
And then ultimately, I think from a technology standpoint, we want to make it so that any market developer gets on our platform and can start doing laundry like within days, right? You can actually start receiving revenue, actually making income within days. And that's what, you know, Chris is really basically on our team for, my, in my opinion, overall, is he's going to streamline all of that so that we can actually say revenue is capable from each virtual laundromat owner because our technology is so on point. Hmm. I know you've used the, the word micro entrepreneur, and I like that because I, I hear that term a lot more nowadays. And what you're saying, this is not really the gig economy in a sense it is, but you're giving these operators a business, a, a full-blown business where they can be their own boss and, and work for themselves and and, uh, and sky's the limit. I mean, that's in essence, that's what a micro entrepreneur is in your platform, correct? Yeah, and just, you know, if I can just give very precise examples, right? A gig worker is somebody you basically say, hey, go do this. Here's exactly your pickup point. Here's your deliver point. And there's no other communication with them. It's just like pick up a customer or pick up a, a bag of McDonald's and drop it off at this location. We actually empower them to say, hey, you're picking up laundry. Consider what you're picking up. Figure out what needs to be done. Maybe try to pick up three or four orders at the same time. Uh, try to build that business. But another good example of that is we also do commercial laundry. So we actually have partnerships with Airbnbs where we're doing a couple thousand dollars of laundry in certain areas. We have partnerships with boutiques or small businesses where, you know, it could be slime away or these businesses that have a lot of uh, aprons or et cetera. We have business with gyms, spas, uh, apartment complexes. These types of businesses they don't want a gig worker, right? They want a micro entrepreneur because they need that custom solution of someone who's actually going to take responsibility and say ownership of that that account. Awesome. Yeah, tra training very important. You got to have the right training platform. Sounds like you do with Colleen, and and uh, we're going to have her on on an upcoming podcast to really do a deep dive into what she's put together. Which you know. My understanding is without a doubt the best training available in the industry. And I it seems like the company has got all the bases covered. You got the right team in the right position going in the right direction. And uh, that leads to a very exciting future for the company. So just uh, before we wrap things up, I mean, you know, this partnership certainly was destined to happen. Glad you guys really connected uh, talk about making history together. I, I think there's some great things coming down the pipeline with Aloha, but, um, you know, share with me any last thoughts that you have about the, the company, any conviction, success, the partnership, just feel free. Yeah, I just really quickly want to touch on what uh, we had mentioned, micro-entrepreneur. So obviously the micro-entrepreneur is the focus. It's the backbone of our business. Uh, but we understand that not everyone's interested in becoming a micro entrepreneur. So in the future, we hope to offer these kinds of gig positions as well. So if you're someone who wants to come on and you, maybe you don't want to touch people's clothes, but I, I, I would pick up orders and deliver them. Then we'd bring that individual on as a gig worker so that they can pick up and deliver the laundry. Or maybe you're someone who doesn't have a car or you don't want to waste the gas, but you would want to wash laundry. So then that person would come on as a gig worker to just basically, they'd have to go through our training procedure still, obviously, but basically they would be told, you know, this is the place you got to go. They go there, take the order, process it, they're done. So all in all in the future, I hope to see Aloha as an all-in-one solution for every kind of employment opportunity 
as well as on the laundry side. I mean, I hope to to do commercial laundry, residential laundry, as well as for people who are doing laundry in their house. I mean, we offer phenomenal products for people that they could use in the home. If you're not interested in outsourcing your delivery, you are at least interested in maintaining the condition of your laundry and we can help you get there. Hmm. Are we at the beginning of what could be the time where we look back and say, hey, remember when most people used to do their own laundry in their own house? I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, my granddaughter talks about, uh, she's fascinated that there was a landline that used to, everybody used to have in their own house. And she, she keeps asking for a landline. It's like, that's, yeah, that, that was a thing of the past, but that's every family had a landline. Now it's, it's not the case, but it's evolution. Daniel, any last thoughts? Yeah, I, I think one thing you know I want to point out about Aloha is yes, we're an on-demand delivery service for laundry. Yes, we create micro entrepreneurs who uh, who get to own their own business, etc. Uh, I think the other element that I we want to be very vocal about is how well we take care of people's clothes, right? As Aloha, as a company. What we're basically committing to is not only picking up your laundry and dropping off where you clean as it should be, but all the in-between steps that needs to be done, we're basically going to take care of that for you so you don't have to worry about it. Like if you go drop off your own laundry at a laundromat, you got to go go pick it up. You got to worry about what's done at the laundromat, et cetera. Um, but the other element that we want to you know, pitch slash advocate for is, you know what? Your laundry matters. Your clothes matter. So let's take care of your clothes in the right way. So it's by using the right detergents, by using the right laundry processes, about using reading the tags on your laundry and actually taking care of them correctly. And then also it's about doing your laundry by itself because it's your laundry, right? One thing Aloha doesn't do is we don't mix your laundry with other people's laundry or anything of that sort, right? We don't believe that's sanitary or nobody wants that, right? Um, so I think one thing that's really key about Aloha is how we take care of you as a customer, but also how we take care of your clothes, because we think your clothes matter to you. That's why you buy buy them. You have a favorite clothing item, um, may have had laundry that's passed on from uh, your parents or somebody who is very important to you. You don't want that to be ruined in a, a washing cycle or a drying cycle, right? So we really take care of your clothes in the right way so that you can have Theoretically, maybe you can have clothes for five, 10 years and they actually hold their integrity and actually are still worth something. Makes sense. Chris, any last words? Something you're going to start to hear a lot more frequently. I expect uh, I expect it to you know, be pretty accessible. As we deliver clean, making laundry services accessible and affordable coast to coast. Love it. And where can anybody uh, find Aloha? Where where, where we find you? Yeah, the best way is is alohalaundrylife.com. But if you want to find us on Instagram or Facebook or um, Twitter, it's Aloha Laundry app. Um, And that's basically our our handle for everything, Aloha Laundry app. Perfect. Chris Jr., thank you. CTO of Aloha, Daniel is CEO. If you haven't heard of Aloha, it's just a matter of time. I do believe you will. So thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, John.